they must have wondered why Jesus sent them out into a perilous situation. And perhaps you have wondered the same thing. They were doing what Jesus told them to do, but now look at where we are. You can be doing just what the Lord told you to do, but that does not exempt you from trials and troubles, even when you're doing what the Lord has told you to do. I know many of you have been going through some tough times. Whenever Jesus Christ moved around the countryside, there were a lot of people waiting for him to come and meet their needs. I'm bringing you a message today that says, hold on, Jesus is coming. Join us as we continue to walk in the light of God's word. Sometimes we forget that we got an adversary who doesn't want you to follow the Lord. And uh, so sometimes he throw things at you as soon as you get saved. You know, the devil doesn't give up on you because you got saved. He doesn't say, oh, well, he's saved. Let's, let's not ever bother him again. He doesn't do that. He says, now, now that you are saved, if I can't stop you from going to heaven, maybe I can raise some hell in your life. Since I can't stop you to go to heaven, I, the next, my next goal is to make you ineffective as a believer. And how am I going to make you ineffective as a believer? I'm going to try to frustrate you, disencourage you, disappoint you, distract you. So I, everything you point, you're, you're, you're looking at everything except the mission that God has given you. And you get frustrated and you get tired and then you just get mad at God. God, it was better. Before I got saved. That's what you'll think. No, it wasn't better before you got saved. You just think it's better before you got saved. You know how it is about the good old days. If you were back in the good old days, you say, no, put me right back where I was. <laughs> but the good old days are the only good old days when you ain't in them. The Israelites were saying that when they got out of the wilderness. Oh, we could have stayed in Egypt. Now, while they were in Egypt, they were calling to the Lord. Lord, deliver us. Lord, we're making brick without straw. Lord, they're beating us. Lord, they're taking advantage of us. Lord, where are you, Lord? But when they left and found themselves in the wilderness, they were saying, at least we had some onions and some garlic. I'm saying, that's all you had? It's not like baby back ribs. We had garlic and leeks and onions. That's what you're looking for? The devil will make you think, well, at least I was having a good time when I was high. Yeah, but you didn't talk about when you went to jail. You didn't talk about when, uh, or when you found you laying out there on the street. Or you didn't find you when you woke up in the morning just uh, 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 worshiping at that porcelain throne, throwing up after you've been drunk all night. You ain't talking, you ain't remember that. You don't remember when you woke up next to some dude, you didn't even know who he was. You don't remember that. So, but because you are saved, you think you didn't have any trouble. That's what Dr. Martin told us the other night. He said, hey, you know, I thought when I got saved, I wasn't going to have no trouble. But I found out that you're going to have trouble when you're saved. The psalmist said, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord will deliver you out of them all. Jeremiah was doing just what God asked him to do, speak to the nations, and he found himself in a pit. 
Daniel obeyed God and he kept on praying to God. And although they told him not to and he found himself in the lion's den. John the Baptist was leading the way for Christ. Oh, behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. There he is right there. And I'm his forerunner. Well, he got beheaded. Paul and Silas preached the gospel and they were put in prison. Just because you're doing what God told you to do doesn't mean you're not going to have any problems. So the disciples could have thought to themselves, now I'm out here in this boat and we're struggling. This sounds like a replay of what happened that other time we were out in the boat when Jesus told us to go across. Remember this time? We talked about it before. Jesus was sleeping on the boat with them that time and he, they, they woke him up and he spoke to the storm and said, peace, be still, quiet. I'm trying to sleep up in here. <laughs> the difference now is that first time Jesus was on board with them. But now they're out in the middle of the lake and Jesus is nowhere around. Well, it's always better when he's on board. I can just tell you that now. How many times have you wondered where Jesus is while you're in your current battle? How many times have you, you, you wondered where he is while you're in your sickness and you wondered where he is while you're in your despair? And, and you can think about that time before, just like the disciples when they said he spoke to the storm once before, but we found ourselves in this thing again. Uh, uh, you may say to yourself, he healed me once before, but where is he now? I'm sick again. Where is he? I'm, I'm struggling right now. I know he's a healer because he did it before. But Lord, am I going through? I'm going through this, this, this sickness. I'm going through this disease. Where are you? That's what they was wondering about Jesus. Now, where are you? you? You sent us out here, but where are you now? You may say to yourself, he delivered me before, but where is he now? You can say to yourself, uh, he's given me peace of mind before, but where is he now? Uh, you may even say like the old saints, he made a way out of no way. But where is he now? See, Jesus sent them one way and he went another way. I th Lord, I thought you said you'd never leave me, nor you would forsake me. But where are you now? And somebody's asking that question today. Lord, where are you now? Although Jesus was miles away, he was aware of the storm that they were going through. You may not feel like he's near you, but I want you to know that he knows what's going on with you. Let me say it one more time. You may not feel like he's near, but I can tell you he knows what you're going through. Look, the text tells us about the fourth watch of the night. He went out to them walking on the lake about the fourth watch of the night. We don't know about watches of the night. I'll tell you about them. Uh, they divided the night into four parts. And they were four watches. The first watch was from six in the evening to nine at night. The second watch was from nine at night to midnight. And the third watch was from 12 midnight to three o'clock in the morning. And the fourth watch was from three in the morning to six. That's just like Jesus going to wait till the last watch to come. 
Don't you feel that way? Lord, I've been out here wrestling all night. And it, it tells us that the disciples had been at sea because they left in that first watch. They left that evening when it was starting to get dark. And they'd been there for about nine hours messing around in that sea, uh, paddling on that board. And, and, John, and Mark tells us that they were battling the oars. And they were still trying to get across. And the wind was pushing them back. They paddled forward. And the wind would push them back. They would try to go forward. And they were pushed back again. How many of you said, Lord, don't seem like I'm ever getting anywhere. The more I paddle, the more it seems like I get pushed back. You're disappointed. You're discouraged because you're still in the same place. My marriage hadn't got any better. My finances hadn't got any better. My, my family hadn't got any better. My kids haven't got any better. I'm still battling the same thing and it seemed like nothing is about to change. Jesus waited a long time to come to them. And when we're waiting, those hours can be our toughest time. We don't know if he's coming. We don't know when he's coming. And we may think he's going to show up, but we don't know when. Somebody say he may not come when you want him, but he's always on time. We can lose hope. In Proverbs, as the scripture says, hope deferred makes the heart sick. Now what is faith? Faith is the substance of the things hoped for. So even in our faith, while we are hoping for it, but hope deferred makes the heart sick. It just puts us in a place. Now I haven't lost faith, but I tell you what, I ain't feeling good right about now. All the disciples could think of was their danger that they were in, and all they could feel was their fear. But Jesus had not forgotten. He, he came through them. Look at this. The Bible says he came walking. On the water. Now, if you've read the scriptures, you know that Jesus could appear wherever he wanted to appear. Remember, he walked, he appeared and walked through the door after his resurrection. Jesus could just show up, but Jesus came walking on the water. He was walking on the very thing they had to fear about. They were fearing drowning, but he came walking on it. And the Lord was, I believe he was trying to show them, you don't have to be scared of this water. I can walk on it. You don't have to be afraid of your fears. We can walk on your fears. He came walking on the water. The same thing that was drowning us was his walking path. That was his water. Jesus could not see them when he was on that mountain, nor could he see them clearly through the storm, but he knew exactly where they were. God's eyes is in every place, and he knows where we are. The scripture says he was about to pass by them, but when they saw him walking on the lake, they thought he was a ghost. And they cried out because they all saw him and were terrified. And immediately he spoke to them and said, take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. So they thought he was going to pass them by. In fact, he was almost about to pass them by. And when they saw him walking on the lake, they thought he was a ghost. Now, if that was a boat full of brothers, he was going to have to go on pass by because we thought he was a ghost. Okay? So we don't play that out there on the water. But they called out to him. They cried out to him. This was the time to cry out that old song, Pass Me Not. Oh, gentle Savior. 
Hear my humble cry. Why on others thou art calling. Do not pass me by. When you're in your storm and in your trial and you get a glimpse of Jesus, all you have to do is cry out to him. He's not going to pass you by. They cried out to him. They thought he was a ghost, but he heard their cry. They were terrified, but he heard their cry. And look at what Jesus said. It is I. It's me. Take courage. It's me. Don't be afraid. It's me. Don't cry. It's me. What does that mean to them? It's me. It's me. I'm the, I'm the one that raised Jairus' daughter. You remember? It's me. I'm the one who the woman with the issue of blood just a few days earlier touched my garment and she was healed. It's me. I'm the one where the demon possessed man came out of the tombs and cried out to me and I delivered him. It's me. I'm the one that when they put the man down through the ceiling that was paralyzed and I, I said rise up. That's, uh, it's me, it's me, it's me. And when the Lord comes you got to know who he is. It's me. I come and I'm coming with everything I got. I got the power to take care of whatever's going on here. It's me. It's me. This is Jerry G. Martin. I've been bringing you a message of hope and help for those who have been going through some tremendous challenges. I know there are those of you who are listening. You have been hurt. Maybe some of you have habits and others of you have hang-ups. And we need help and we need help now. This message says, hold on. Jesus is on the way. If you would just look to him or just look for him, or just invite him to come and join you right where you are, or you go and join him right where he is, the Lord Jesus Christ will work on your behalf. If you would like to hear today's message again in its entirety, you can go to our podcast at The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. Again, that's The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. You can listen to today's message as well as previous messages that have aired on this broadcast. I also invite you to go to our website at lowcf.org. Then be my guest this Sunday coming up. We are meeting each Sunday in person at the Light of the World. We are at 16161 Old Humble Road. If you live in Atascacita or Summerwood, Fall Creeks or Kingwood, you may be in Northwood Manor or Scenic Wood. You may be in Northwest Houston and Spring. You are in our neighborhood. Come on by and be our guest this Sunday at 10 a.m. Let me remind you that we have the Beacon Bookstore right here on our campus. Many people have been coming by looking for books and Bibles, communion supplies, Sunday school uh, material, study material, offering envelopes, whatever you might need for your church and your congregation, call the Beacon Bookstore at 281-441-2885. Again, that's 281-441-2885. Now for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying, may the Lord our God richly bless you and we'll be with you again next time.